Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Amen. Last week we spoke a lot about dating. And this week we are speaking about knowing who to date. Our reading this morning is taken from Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Say, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people. Homes are destroyed. Relationships are destroyed. Businesses are destroyed. Ministries are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Some good things, great things. Good friendships destroyed for lack of knowledge. And we know that that's not where God wants things to be. That's one of the reasons why we're looking at this subject. And Amos 3.3 says, How can two walk together except they agreed? We're going to look at what this means. So the question therefore arises, who will this series best bless? Who do you think will gain most from this? Well, first, people are prepared to live their lives in a way that will please God. If you make up your mind, you're just going to live anyhow. It doesn't matter what the Bible says. Then you're not likely to get anything out of this series. You'll just be hearing and dream will become an issue. But we want to pray that you won't be that kind of person. You'll be a person that wants God to be glorified in your life. Another group of people that this will bless most, people are saying, I want the foundation of my relationships. I want the foundation of my values to be the word of God. Those are the kind of people who will be blessed most from this series because there are many things that people use these days as foundations. But before I get into knowing who to date, let me do a little bit of a recap. We told ourselves the impact that music has made on dating. How it has negatively affected People's perception, particularly young people's perception, of how to relate to people of opposite sex. You know, this week I was uh, trying to look for music that speaks about dating, early stage particularly. And then I compared it to music that we listened to back in those days. And I'm not asking people to go back to those days. But I'm trying to show us things that have gone really bad. And while I was thinking of that, I thought about the fact, you know, I could not find any sane music in these days. I couldn't. I got music experts involved. We couldn't find one that is not saying stuff. And I thought about the fact that many young people today, have you ever thought about it? Have you found a 10-year-old knowing the lyrics of songs you never taught them? Secular songs. They don't just sing the songs, they know all the lyrics. Even when they make slangs in some strange countries, you know, languages. Languages they don't speak. They know what it means in the songs. And why that is very important, why that got my attention is the lyrics they know is instituting something in their system. It's telling them what to think, how to act when they get to that stage. And that's dangerous. The church needs to rise up and be intentional in speaking about these things. Because why we are not, there is another culture that is preparing them in the wrong way. 
And that's why this subject is important. And I found out that it's not only that, not just music. You know, last week I talked about a number of things. But one I didn't mention is easy access to pornography. And this is it. Oh, you know, it is blocked in my house. You cannot block the world. You can block in your house. And I found out that pornography has so much messed up. Many, many young people particularly messed up their thinking. And unless we hit certain things head on, because it kind of tells them that sex is available for anybody and all bodies. The journey from singleness to marriage, friends, we said it takes dating. Because during dating, we have evaluation. But it's a process to go through, not a status to stay in. We stopped last week on caretaker dating. The Bible says in John chapter 7, verse 17, it says, if anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak of my own authority. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, it says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You know, the young people know so much about caretaker relationship that when they started speaking, about uni husband and uni wives, I really felt sorry for this generation. Uni wives, somebody's daughter, sent to school to go and get a degree. But got to school, became somebody's wife. Without dowry being paid, without anyone knowing about it. They were doing the laundry, they start doing the laundry, doing the cooking. They do everything and they are proud of it. And what makes uni wives, uni husband relationship so terrible is this dude, uni husband, has some other babe somewhere else. And whether he does or he does not, what is uni wife and uni husband? That you have forgotten the purpose of why you came to university. Because you are abusing liberty. And any freedom that does not have caution, it leads to a reckless end. A city without walls is overrun by demons. There is another version of uni wife, uni husbands, and that is finessing. And this is when young girls make up their mind they're going to spend this dude's money. They make him believe he's got everything, he's got them, but he won't get them. So the guy takes them shopping does all the spending, and he keeps on hoping, by the time I impress her, I mean, she has to cool down. The girl has an agenda and spends the money for a few weeks and blocks this guy off. And the guy will not understand what happened. You've just been finessed, my friend. <laughs> the guy cries, he begins to moan, he begins to wonder what's going on. But that's just what's going on. But I have news for uni husbands, uni wives, and finessers. My answer to you is in the scriptures. I know that none of our children will be part of this in Jesus' name. But I'm trying to show you what goes on. In Luke 6, 38, the Bible said, give. It shall be given to you. That scripture, give, is not about giving offering. It's giving anything, so it could include offering. But if you give wickedness to another person's child, to another person at all. 
it will be given back to you. In what way? Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. And he didn't say God will give it to you. He said so. <laughs> Amen. He said so shall. This is what running over will be put back into your bosom. For the measure which you give will be the measure back to you. So don't think you escaped it. There are some things that happen to people in life and they don't know where it hit them from. And when you see unexplainable things occurring, it is either a seed or a harvest. After you have lived your life, uni husband, uni wives, wrecking somebody, another person's child, don't assume that you will not have your harvest. You cannot pray for crop failure when you have effectively sowed. So that's the first thing. The bad part of this is many of us actually tend to confuse lust with love. And when we think, oh, I'm in love, I'm in love, it's about lust. And I want to show you. That is a very popular author known as D, uh, Dr. D. Uh, Ernest. He's a popular author and a playwright. He said this, he defined love as this. Love is not breathlessness. So when you hear somebody say, oh, baby, you take the breath out of me. <laughs> oh, God. He is not in love, he's in lust. It is not excitement. It is not catalog of promises and eternal passion. Love is not the desire to make love every minute of the day. It is not lying awake all night imagining that he or she is kissing every inch of your body. No. These could be symptoms of being in love. Love is what is left over when being in love has burned away. So really, like I hinted last week, is it really possible to know you know somebody after a year or two? I'm not saying dating should go that long. I'm talking now about even married people. The proof of your love is in the sacrifices over the years. And what is left after being passionately in love is gone. That's when you will know you're truly, truly in love. That's why God can say, I love you despite the life you're living. So the big question, therefore, is how do I know who to date? Who do I begin this journey with? The points I want to make over the next few minutes, they are not exhaustive, but I believe there is enough guide to help anybody who is truly searching. Let me begin by saying that no matter what you think, God who spoke in the past, God who blessed any home you know, any marriage you know that is happily living together or that has lasted a time, God who did that for them is still working. In every generation, God has not packed up because, oh, there's a new generation. I cannot handle what's going on. No. That same God who did it is doing it now. And guess what he will do yours too? Yeah. That is always God in every generation. And that's why we are following what he's got to say. The first thing I want you to understand in knowing who to date is follow God's leading. Follow his leading. There are many things that may try to lead you. All kinds of things will want to lead you. Let it be God that will lead you. Be at rest in God. Do not be anxious. Don't lose your peace. Be at rest in God. 
God who spoke to our fathers in ages past is still speaking. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, it says God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past, guess what? He's still speaking through his son in these days. Now what do you mean he's speaking in his son? In other words, God speaks through sonship. Now what is sonship? Sonship is a manner of behavior that the Son of God lived with us. The characteristics of the Son. He said, for I do the things that are pleasing unto my Father. You know, there was a time this movement was around, what would Jesus do? It's a very simple phrase to guide your life. If you meet yourself in any position, apply it. What will Jesus do? That's the spirit of sonship. That God is still speaking. That God is still working. He works in various ways. Don't believe God speaks only in one way. God is speaking to you now as I'm speaking. God can speak to you through your parents. God can speak to you through your friends. God can speak to you through anything at various ways. Now, it now will take you hearing his voice or being sensitive to what he's saying for you to know that God is speaking. It will take you what? Hearing his voice or being sensitive. Now, you will have had some people in the past, some people will come to you and say, God spoke to them to chase a particular person. Not everybody has that privilege of saying God spoke to them. And I want to encourage you, don't start with that if you have not had God speaking to you before. Now, don't use God spoke to you to marry somebody or to go out on a date with some. you know. We were finishing service during the worship. During the worship, I just heard, I just had Daisy, 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 Daisy. When I opened my eyes, the person I saw was Daisy. No. When did God speak to you like that last? Never, but I felt it now. Oh my goodness, that is wrong thing you are feeling. <laughs> God didn't speak to me to go and speak to my wife. And we have been married by the grace of God, about to be 30 years. By God's grace. Natural circumstances will start the process. Then God will speak. Through how? Through the spirit of sonship. What do you really mean? Because this is supposed to be so spiritual and practical for you. She just began interested in God. From Natural work environment. He invited her to church. She didn't just do hit and run. No. She said, when is the next service? When is the next service? Then she took God serious and I said, hang on a sec. This woman is different from any other friend I've ever had. So, that is how God spoke. Because that was the level I was. Now, the moment she kept on coming to church with me, I now had friends in the church who are mentoring me. Then they took interest in both of us and they could see the passion in both of our hearts. Then there was a godly family. Her family. I watched the way the family was and I felt, wow, this is the kind of family to belong to. Can you see how God speaks to a guy who has never had God before? I didn't tell you I woke up and then I saw uh, Matthew chapter 5. Verse 1. Uh, then I saw Act chapter 10. Uh, Peter, rise up and kill. Excuse me. 
talking time past. He's still speaking now. He still speaks. May God speak to you. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord. He said thoughts of peace are not evil. God has peaceful thought towards your future marriage. He has peaceful thought towards your relationship. He does not want to get burnt again. You have had a broken relationship. You're going to go into a new marriage. God wants peaceful things. You don't need to always believe because it didn't work well the first time. He's never going to work well again. No, that's not God's plan. He has good plans for you. He said, I want to give you a future and a hope. May you receive it in Jesus' name. In Psalm 139, verse 17, the Bible says, How precious are your thoughts towards me. Oh, God, how great is the sum of them. God's thought towards you is so great. It's so great. It's so awesome. If marriage is the most important thing to you, you'll be disappointed in it even when it happens. You will be. Because you're expecting something that man can't give you. Only God can. That's why I know that very soon God will do something great in your life. Amen. God will do mighty things in your life. Because at your reception, when we ask you, do you have anything to sing? You will sing a special song. Sometime when God comes through to you, it looks like a dream. I said it will look like a dream. God will change that story. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Number two, how do I know who to date? Get your focus right. Many times, it's the attention wrongly placed that eliminates the possibility of getting the right person. When your focus is in the wrong place, you're looking at the wrong things. You know, I found out that if you ask many people, what would you like, uh, what are you looking for in a guy or in a girl? What are you looking for? Many people are, they're going to be talking about features. You know, I want somebody who is really, you know, curvy. You know, hourglass. I want somebody who's really sexy. You know, their eyes are prophesied. I want somebody who, when they walk, you know, when they walk, you know, something is going on when they walk. You know, what do you want? They are kind of filled with features. Somebody with long hair. But it's not attachment. It is long hair. I want somebody who is not taller than me. But a little bit, um, you know, they are looking in the wrong thing. Their focus is wrong. I want somebody, I want somebody, I want somebody. It's good, but listen to me. Sometimes that person is covered with junks. And I want you to know that when money touches anybody's hand, they can transform anything. When peace of mind occurs, what you didn't see before begins to come out. And you can't blame any one of us because everybody has a piece of junk somewhere. And it takes God and us together working together. Amen. That's why there is a need to have two people who are compatible. But when your eyes are in the wrong place, you will keep on looking for the wrong things. You know, I want somebody who is of this age. I want somebody who is of that age. God can bring that person in a different class of age. 
But when your eyes are in the wrong place, you can miss it. I pray you will not miss your own. Number three, forget your made-to-order list. Forget your made-to-order list. This is the reason why many people are not able to go out. Because they have got some posters in their room of some stars. And <laughs> they have got some stars in their room and they are, all they are seeing is this is how it must be. Now they don't know that those stars, many of them, have been surgically processed. They have been chemically diagnosed. Some of them have been packaged up here. Packaged back there. Are you following me now? Some of them have been wrapped with certain things before they come out on the red carpet. So the picture you are hanging in your room is not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Some guys that you are looking at a bicep, you don't know what has been pumped into that bicep. Seriously? Friends, forget your made-to-order list. The Bible says, in Proverbs 31, verse 10, say, who can find a virtuous wife? For her what is far above rubies. In verse 29, that same chapter, he says, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. And now like the, the big part of that verse 30. Please put it up. Proverbs 31 verse 30. He says, charm is deceitful. Now pause. Charm. Charm could be the way I talk. Charm could be the things I put on. Charm could be the person you saw. He said, my goodness, an angel is missing in heaven. You were just having lunch with your friends. And you know, come on, coffee. Let's go and see this guy. No, no. <laughs> you are running after somebody just walked past the window. Charm is deceitful. He said, beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord. Please note that. Not the woman who fears the wallet. As some women or some men. Who are only respecting you because of the money you command. But the one who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. May God give you such relationships. I want to ask everyone who has ever had their prayers answered in the area of marriage. They did not marry who they thought they would marry. Well, I didn't. Some people might tell you they did, but... God has a way of always knowing better than what you plan for yourself. Always better. Let me put my wife on the spot. If somebody ever told my wife she would marry from the part of the country where I came from, because they are one of those women who used to laugh at people from my side of the country. <laughs> so God decided to drop her there. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> it didn't even occur to her until I took her home. Like, Come and see where I came from before we got married. The person in your image, you have to be sure that it is God's image you are looking at. Now, so what is wrong, pastor? In me wanting a woman who is like this, who is like that. May God help you. But my counsel to every one of us is look after yourself while you are waiting. 
You can't say it doesn't matter how I look. Pastor have said, who will find me will find me. So you go on and you become anything or you walk anyhow, you dress anyhow, you say, hey, this is grace. It may not be grace. It is grace and something else. Prepare yourself. Package yourself. Amen. Smell good. Grace will find you with preparation. Prepare yourself. Package yourself. That's what will help the person's grace. Their glasses will be clearer. <laughs> Why? Because everything I'm saying, even though I'm saying it, but listen, my friends, some are more important than the other. So prepare yourself. Live well. Do exercises. Be healthy for yourself. So that when we are getting married, you won't be panting. Be healthy. In whatever shape God has given to you, be healthy. There are some men who are slim, but they are not healthy. Some men who are big, not healthy. Whatever the thing is, show you are healthy. Walk on yourself. Develop yourself. Be whole and complete. This is important. So this is why then God will give you your own who looks exactly for your kind of person. Is that clear? Number four. Look out for someone who has godly character. Godly character. I'm not talking about somebody who goes to church. There are many church goers that are worse than the devil. To be a Christian is important. I'm coming to that. But listen to me. Don't just look for he goes to church. She goes to church. What goes into her? Good character. The Bible says in Psalm 1 verse 1. He said, blessed is the man. Now look at all those three dimensions they put together. He said, who walks not in the? Of the ungodly. So you see, this person has certain things because they have not positioned them in the wrong place. He said, but it shall be like a tree that is planted by the tree. Who you associate yourself with, where you are sitting, who you are listening to, will lead to the kind of fruit coming out of your life. Look for godly character. There are some people that, before you look at their face, all you have been talking about is what they did. Ah, that woman is nice. You didn't say the woman is beautiful. The woman is nice. She look after you. She's so hardworking. You see all the things she's done. You know another thing I found out is when you are so good, hardworking, nobody even remembers what she looks like. Because if she looks so beautiful and she's the devil, everybody wants to run away. Everybody wants to run away. Look after good character. Watch what this person does. Look at what they do with their life. How they carry on with. Watch the way they relate to other people. Now they may be nice to you. Because they have an agenda. But watch the way they relate to other people. Listen to how they work in their department. If they are in a church. Watch what they do in their team. Listen to what other people say about them. Don't just excuse them. They don't know him. Do they try to evade the question? Every time they're asking you, it's only you they want to find out about. You ask them a question, they turn it back to you. So how about your parents? Oh, dad and mom. Dad and mom. Wonderful. We'll talk about them later. But by the way, what are you doing next week? Next week, next week. Yeah, I'm free. I want to take you to this place. You see, they managed to make you forget. Dad and mom, you just asked about now. Watch out for their character. This is very important. Don't be fooled by the dinners they take you to. Don't be fooled by the house they live in. 
Don't be fooled by the car. Don't let the good times fool you. Because your eyes will be clear later. So, what are the things that could affect a person not looking at character? If you are, you, if you are financially insecure sometimes, somebody might not look at character. Because you're thinking, but the person will help me. But friends, why should you put yourself in a position where your singleness and your wholeness will be compromised? Live within your means while you are waiting. If you don't live within your means, you're going to be looking for somebody to come along soon to come and help. Because the person is helping, you are not thinking about what they are doing. If they are abusing you, if they are treating you anybody bad around you, you can't even see it because all you are seeing it. So how much do you need for that thing? You are getting it. They are buying your thinking. See, this is the reason. Because why? The love of money is the root of all evil. Be comfortable in yourself. Be secured in who God made you and what God has given to you. So look for character. Very important. While you're looking for character, remind yourself that people in the Bible, that God blessed, God lifted up. It's not because of money or beauty that they were hooked up. Listen, somebody like Ruth, it was character. Ruth was busy working on the farm. And I want you to see something in Ruth 3, 11. Ruth 3, 11. He says, And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do that for you, that request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. So, there is something about reputation that you carry. Do you know the people in the city were not coming to Ruth to tell Ruth what they think of her? But news have gone around. Many people talk about who you are, but they are not coming to tell you in your face. Oh, that girl, she doesn't greet anybody. She has no respect for anyone. That guy is too proud. That guy has no regard for women. People talk about it, but they, didn't, they won't come to you. So the news had gone out, but Ruth didn't know. What about Rebecca? It was her character. It was her character that made Eliezer to notice her. The man said, I am going to walk, and whoever of the handmaidens of Israel that comes out to help. And she came in, saw this stranger. She ran, fetched water for him, and fed all the animals. What a woman. If your character is good, my dear friend, it's a better place to stay. Another thing that will guide you in who to go out with. Look for commitment to the same cause. People who are committed to the same cause. In Amos 3.3, 3, it says, can two people work together without agreeing in the direction? You're working with somebody, but they are pulling you in another direction. It is not a place to find oneself. The direction of your travel is where your heart, your treasures, and your values are. The direction of your heart. The area you're pursuing in life. Look for somebody who is in that direction. Your journey will be faster, smoother than somebody who has no priorities on the things that are important to you. The direction of your heart is you want to finish your education. You want to buy a house. The action of your heart is you want to settle down properly. The action of your heart is you want to look after your children because you had them, maybe you had one or two outside wedlock or you're divorced. You just want to resettle down. The direction of your heart right now is find a reasonable, a good, godly relationship. But you want somebody, you see somebody else who actually the direction of their heart is different. They are just out for sex. So they look at you 
And they said, what's your body count? Some of you don't even know. You are not in my generation, no. <laughs> we are the young generation. <laughs> when I first heard that slang, body count, I said, how many body are they counting? <laughs> if somebody says that to you, I said, I will slap their face. But apparently the young generation don't see it as something they should slap anybody's face for. If somebody is asking you that question, that's to tell you the direction of their own heart. They just want sex. How many people have you slept with? Why should that be the basis of our working together? And they said, no, it's a basis. Because if you say there is nobody count, some people will block your number and they will stop talking to you. I said, you should praise the Lord. But apparently some people feel, no, I don't want them to block me. So, then you should know you are in trouble yourself. All young people in the house, you must know your body count is zero. Yeah. What is the joy? <laughs> My body count. Oh, it's above four. So you are in. God, may the Lord deliver you. Yeah. What is... What is the joy in, in messing up your future? Because all these things will come back and bite. You won't be in uni forever. You won't be, uh, you know, I'm 20 something singles right now. Really? It will surprise you how the years will start counting. Why do things? Now God is giving you the opportunity to know this so that you can redeem the future. Because everybody is doing it does not mean your name has changed to everybody. Yeah. Friends, there's so much that God has to deliver our young people from. Yeah. Let me just mention one more. The chemistry between you matters. Who do I go out with? Huh? Watch out for the chemistry. This person is somebody that I'm hoping to spend time with. And if we proceed to engagement, proceed to marriage, this person I'm hoping to spend the rest of my life with. Then there must be people I find it easy to talk to. No wonder I'm afraid to even look at their eyes. Not wonder I'm afraid to have a conversation or even to disagree with them. And my dear friend, because you disagree with your friend does not make them a bad person. It is what you do with the disagreement. If disagreement means slapping each other, then run. <laughs> Seriously. You need a chemistry. You need chemistry does not mean, ooh, my heart is keeping. No. Chemistry simply means that when we speak, iron is sharpening iron. This person, I can, I can hold conversation with them. We can sustain an idea. When idea is on the table, they are saying something and I'm contributing to it. I can see that they are deep. I can see they are not shallow. Because my friend, when eventually by the grace of God you get together, you discover that life is not just about sex. It's about chemistry. It's about leaving an idea with you and knowing that you have processed it. Chemistry. In Genesis 2.18, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. Now what is? He said, I will make him a helper comparable to him. 
a helper, somebody who sharpens him. Somebody who helps him, who helps her in her studies to achieve her good grades in uni. Somebody who ensure your target is first class, that's what you're going to get. That's what I'm going to get to. Your target is to become the CEO of this company. That's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Your target is, you know, it's not somebody who wants to waste your life. Derail you and then move on to the next person. Is there chemistry in our goals? It's not someone who will waste my time on Saturday night and on Sunday morning I'm useless to go and worship. Is there chemistry between us? This is very important. How do you know? You know this because of the things that fuse their heart. The plans of their life. How do they plan? What do they come up with? Everybody can be productive in any area. It's a matter of their choice. Everybody. The Bible says in Romans 8, 9. It says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. I want to ask you a question. So who are you in relationship with? Who is shaping the direction of your life right now? Friends, it's important for you to deepen yourself in the Lord. Deepen yourself in the relationship with God. Let his spirit guide you. When God shapes you, no man can shame you. Let him shape you into the way and the manner that he will use you for his glory. And then you are in a position that no matter what you can design, you can see through. Any gimmick, you can see through any lies. Why? Because you have soaked yourself in the will of God. You can't say after all these years I've labored for my children as a single woman. Now I'm going to now allow another man to use me. No, I would rather stand where I am than allow somebody to come and waste my life. And listen to me, it's never too late. If you have found yourself in some kind of relationship that does not match anything you have had, it's not too late for you to say, God, I am coming out of this. It's never too late. Don't deepen yourself in the thing that will not ultimately work. You are dating, you are in courtship, but you can see everything here is like somebody reported you to me. And that is true. The person is called the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit loves you and he does love you, he will print a picture that will let you know this is not the way you should walk. Opportunity is there for you to change. And if you are in marriage already and this is going on, listen to me. There are many areas where you can find the real love. Because you can't come out of it, but you can still call upon God to heal what you have found yourself in. Because you are hearing this now. It might be a bit hard, but it is not impossible. I want us to please with all eyes closed. I just want you to just pray for a minute. Call upon God. Talk to God yourself. Say, Lord, all I want is I want more of you. The more I know you, the more I want to know. I want more of you. I want more of you. I want you to fill my heart. Go ahead and make it your prayer. I want more of you. Make yourself known to me, Lord Jesus. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Is that your prayer? More of you in my relationship. More of you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. 
would like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message please do call us on plus four four two or eight five nine seven triple one zero or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk may the peace of the lord guard you and keep you till we meet again god bless you